Hi there, and welcome to 45 RPM Music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron. Today, we're going to listen to some of the most popular music from the 40s and match those recordings up with some of the most important events in history from that decade. When I was in college, I majored in history, and this idea just got me curious. The 40s was a period largely dominated by the sorrow and the hope and patriotism of World War II. But there were other developments here and there that are worth noting also. Let's start in May 1940, a month that women may have marked on their calendars because all of a sudden they could buy nylon stockings, which were developed after years of experimentation to replace silk, which was needed for wartime uses. On May 14, 1940, when the first nylons went on sale, one of the most popular songs was this one, Whispering Grass by the Ink Spots. Why do you whisper green grass? Why tell the trees what ain't so? Whispering grass the trees don't have to know. Why tell them all your secrets Who kissed there long ago Whispering grass The trees don't need to know Don't you tell it to the breeze For she will tell the birds and bees And everyone will know Because you told the blabbering trees Yes, you told them once before It's no secret anymore Why tell them all the old things They're buried under the snow Whispering grass don't tell Cause the trees don't need to know Now don't you tell it to the breeze Cause she'll run and tell it to the birds and bees And everyone'll know Because you done told the blabbering trees Yes you did You told them once before So that's why It ain't no secret anymore Mm, mm, mm Why tell them all the old things They're buried under the snow Whispering grass Don't tell the trees Cause the trees Don't Spots and Whispering Grass, the most popular song on the day in 1940 when nylon stockings first went on sale. 
Unfortunately, there were a lot more ominous trends going on that year. In the summer and fall of 1940, Nazi Germany had only one nearby enemy left to conquer, and Great Britain was under tremendous siege for months in what became known as the Battle of Britain. The campaign lasted for roughly three months, and only by October was it finally clear the German Air Force had failed. The worst of the bombings began on August 14th, and the most popular song at that time in the United States was this one, Tommy Dorsey and Frank Sinatra's recording of I'll Never Smile Again. 1940 and break number two. I was now a singing employee of Tommy Dorsey, the General Motors of the band business. And man, the loot was out of this world. Every single week, 125 clams. But even more fabulous, I was rubbing elbows with TD's arranger geniuses such as Axel Stordahl, Cy Oliver, Paul Weston, Dean Kincaid, etc., etc., etc. And with talent like that going for you, plus a song like this, plus the Pied Pipers, why, a minor bird could come up with a hit platter.
Goodman with Louise Tobin on the vocals and there'll be some changes made. That was a very popular recording in May 1941 when a company named General Mills introduced a product that lives on to this day, a breakfast cereal named Cheery Oats. Now, of course, it's Cheerios. I'm your host Sam Waldron and today's episode of 45 RPM is a tour through some historic events in the 1940s along with the most popular music at the time. Was there any connection? Well, probably not, but it's an interesting way to look back at this decade. In the United States, arguably the most unforgettable date in the 40s was December 7, 1941, the Sunday morning when Japan bombed Pearl Harbor and kicked off a long Pacific War that took millions of lives. That attack was intended to prevent the U.S. Pacific Fleet from stopping a massive war that Japan was planning in Southeast Asia, including attacks on U.S. bases in the Philippine Islands. Here's the best-selling record from that week, the Glenn Miller Orchestra and Chattanooga Choo Choo. It's the first of several railroad theme songs we'll hear today.
Glenn Miller Orchestra with the best-selling record the week that Japan attacked Pearl Harbor. The following months were enormously packed. In February 1942, President Roosevelt signed an order that forced more than 100,000 Japanese-American families into internment camps without any recourse. On that date, the number one recording on the Billboard chart was by Woody Herman and his orchestra, a song called Blues in the Night. All those Japanese certainly could have related to that title if they'd had any time to listen to popular music, but I doubt that they did. Mama done told me when I was a knee pants. My mama done told me, son, a woman of sweet talk and give it a big eye. But when that sweet talking's done, a woman's a two face, a worrisome thing who'll leave you to sing the blues. In the night Now the rains are falling Hear the train are calling Who is My mama done told me Hear that lonesome whistle Blowing across the trestle Who is My mama done told me A hooey da hooey Oh, clickety-clacks are echoing back the blues in the night. 
Manchester Mobile, from Memphis to St. Joe, wherever the four winds blow. I've been in some big towns and heard me some big talk, but there is one thing I know. A woman's a few face, a worrisome thing who'll leave you to sing the blues in the night. Woody Herman and Blues in the Night. You're listening to 45 RPM music of the 40s and 50s, and I'm Sam Waldron, leading us through some big and a few smaller events in the 1940s, coupled with the most popular music on those dates. Now let's skip ahead to late 1942, two days after Thanksgiving to be exact. In the deadliest nightclub fire in history, 492 people died at the Coconut Grove in Boston where the exits were routinely blocked in order to prevent people from leaving without paying. It's a gruesome memory, which eventually led to reforms in safety standards and building codes. And for those lucky enough to escape, the song they were most likely to hear on the radio was this one. It was a business success, even though his harmony was a little off, and even though his love life got loused up. But success took our happy little band to Hollywood, where our faithful boy wound up with the chick of his choice. There amidst the California sunshine and showers, I mean flowers, and the outstretched palms of the agents, they settled among the orange blossoms. And they dreamt about the happy days back in their Connecticut home, up above Hartford, just a little below zero. To this very day, they appreciate the red Pacific sunsets and the blue Burbank skies. But most of all, they miss a white Christmas.
Bing Crosby and White Christmas, the most popular song for two months at the end of 1942. Well, good news was kind of scarce in the middle of World War II, but in November of 1943, the Great Depression was officially declared over and ended. The Depression, the worst economic crisis in U.S. history, took place mostly in the 30s. It led to suffering and misery around the world. In the United States, half of all the banks failed. Unemployment in the U.S. and many other countries rose to 25%, and two-thirds of international trade vanished into thin air. On the day that the Depression was declared officially over, the number one song on the radio in record stores and in jukeboxes was this one by the Mills Brothers, Paper Doll. I'm gonna buy a paper doll that I can call my own A doll that other fellows cannot steal And then the flirty, flirty guys With their flirty, flirty eyes Will have to flirt with dollies that are real when I come home at night, she will be waiting. She'll be the truest doll in all this world. I'd rather have a paper doll to call my own than have a fickle-minded real-life girl. I guess I have. A million dollars or more I guess I've played the dog game for and all I just quarreled with Sue That's why I'm blue She's gone away and left me Just like all dolls do I'll tell you boys it's tough to be alone And it's tough to love a doll that's not your own I'm through with all of them I'll never fall again Say boy, what you gonna do? I'm gonna buy a paper doll that I can call my own A doll that other fellows cannot steal and then the flirty, flirty guys with the flirty, flirty eyes will have to flirt with dollies that are real. When I come home at night, she will be waiting. She'll be the truest doll in all this world. I'd rather have a paper doll to call my own than have a big gold-minded real He was quite the handsomest of men 
I started to yen, so I counted to ten, then I counted to ten again. Clang, clang, clang went the trolley. Ding, ding, ding went the bell. Zing, zing, zing went my heartstrings. From the moment I saw him, I fell. Chug, chug, chug went the motor. Bump, bump, bump went the brake. Thump, thump, thump went my heartstrings. When he smiled, I could feel the car shake. He tipped his hat and took a seat. He said he hoped he hadn't stepped upon my feet. He asked my name. I held my breath. I couldn't speak because he scared me half to death. Buzz, buzz, buzz went the buzzer. Flop, flop, flop went the wheels. Stop, stop, stop went my heartstrings. As he started to go, then I started to know how it feels. When the universe reels The day was bright, the air was sweet The smell of honeysuckle charmed you off your feet You tried to sing but couldn't squeak In fact you loved him so you couldn't even speak Buzz, buzz, buzz went the buzzer Pop, pop, pop went the wheels Stop, stop, stop went my heartstrings as he started to leave, I took hold of his sleeve with my hand. And as if it were planned, he stayed on with me, and it was grand just to stand with his hand holding mine. To the end of the line, clang, 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 with the clang, 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 with the Judy Garland and the Trolley Song, which was very popular in June 1944 as the Allies invaded the beaches of Normandy on D-Day. D-Day has been endlessly portrayed in books and movies, but here are four things you might not know about that invasion. First, just a few months before the invasion, General Dwight Eisenhower, Supreme Commander of Allied Forces, threatened to quit in the middle of a dispute with Winston Churchill. Churchill backed down. Second, Adolf Hitler knew an invasion of France was in the works and the Germans built massive defensive gun batteries in the wrong place. Third, nobody knows for sure how many Allied troops died on the day of the invasion. Some historians say the total was about 4,400, but the exact number probably won't ever be known. And speaking of numbers, it's estimated that a worldwide total of 6 million people were involved in that invasion as well as 10,000 aircraft and 4,000 ships and boats of various kinds. In the second half of our show, we're going to listen to what the public liked when World War II ended, when the United Nations was founded, when the first Volkswagen Beetle came into the United States, and when the first non-stop round-the-world flight was achieved. Along with these events, we'll hear popular recordings by Perry Como, Les Brown and Doris Day, Dinah Shore, and coming up shortly... The Andrews Sisters. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, today revisiting some of the important and a few less important events of the 1940s, comparing them with what was the most popular music at the time. 
So far, I'm not sensing a lot of connection between these big events and popular music, but if you can see a pattern, well, maybe you could write a master's thesis about it. It may be that popular music was a welcome escape from a world that was so full of troubles, uncertainty, and death. Here's a good example. In April 1945, Franklin Roosevelt died, and the unknown Harry Truman took over as president. Soon after that, Adolf Hitler committed suicide. And while this was going on, what was the most popular song on the radio? Well, this one by the Andrews sisters called Rum and Coca-Cola. They make you feel so very glad Calypso sing and make up rhyme Guarantee you one real good fine time Drinking rum and Coca-Cola Go down point Kumana Both mother and daughter Working for the Yankee dollar Oh, beat Since the Yankee come to Trinidad they got the young girls all going mad Young girls say they treat them nice Make Trinidad like paradise Drinking rum and Coca-Cola Go down point Kumana Both mother and daughter Working for the Yankee dollar Oh, you vex me, you vex me From Chicka Chick Carry to Mona's Isle, native girls all dance and smile. Help soldiers celebrate his leave. Make every day like New Year's Eve. Drinking rum and Coca Cola. Go down point Kumana. Both mother and daughter working for the Yankee dollar. In old Trinidad, I also fear The situation is mighty queer Like the Yankee girl, the native swoon When she hear der bingo croon Drinking rum and Coca-Cola Go down point Kumana Both mother and daughter Working for the Yankee dollar sisters with their number one hit record in the momentous month of April 1945. The spring and summer of that year were full of big news. On May 7th, 
Germany surrendered to Russia and the United States, finally ending a long war that left much of Europe in ruins. Unfortunately, there was lots of death and destruction still to come in 1945. On July 16th, the first atomic bomb exploded in a spectacular test in New Mexico. A few weeks later, the United States dropped two atomic bombs on Japan, obliterating the cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. During that span of 13 weeks, what was the most popular with radio audiences and record store customers? Well, a couple of railroad songs. First was Sentimental Journey by Les Brown and Doris Day, and then on the Atchison, Topeka, and the Santa Fe, performed by Johnny Mercer.
that whistle down the line I figure that it's engine number 49 She's the only one that'll sound that way On the Atchison, Topeka and the Santa Fe See the old smoke rising round the bend I reckon that she knows she's gonna meet a friend Folks around these parts get the time of day From the Atchison, Topeka and the Santa Fe Here she comes Ooh, 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 ooh. hey Jim, you better get the rig She's got a list of passengers that's pretty big And they'll all want lifts to Brown's Hotel Cause lots of them been traveling for quite a spell All the way from Philadelphia On the Atchison, Topeka and the Santa Fe All aboard All Let her rip, let her rip, mister Engineer, gotta go, gotta go Far away from here While the man at the fire shovels On the coal, stick your head out the cab Watch the drivers roll See the towns and the roads go Whizzing by, fairly well Laramie, Albuquerque, high Yes, sirree, here we are Going all the way Two railroad songs that were very popular in the momentous summer of 1945 as World War II drew to a close. On September 2nd, Japan finally surrendered, ending a fight that country had started with the United States nearly four years earlier in December 1941. And in the U.S., the most popular recording at that time was by Perry Como, a love ballad called Till the End of Time. Till the end of time 
long as roses bloom in May. My love for you will grow deeper with every passing day till the wells run dry and each mountain disappears. I'll be there for you to care for you through laughter and through tears. So take my heart in sweet surrender and tenderly say that I'm the one you love and live for till the end of time till the wells run dry and each mountain disappears I'll be there for you to care for you through laughter and through tears so take my heart in sweet surrender and tenderly say that I'm the one and live for till the end of time Perry Como and the most popular song in the United States in September 1945 when Japan surrendered and ended the Pacific War and it was still number one in October when the United Nations was founded by 20 signatories in San Francisco. I suppose Till the End of Time expresses that same eternal hope that was involved in founding the United Nations, and that may be the strongest connection we're going to find today between the events in the 40s and the music that was most popular. With World War II finally relegated to history, there were other less momentous events we should take note of, In 1946, the United States Army announced the first general-purpose digital computer. The press liked to call it a giant brain and loved to report that it was a thousand times faster than electromechanical machines that had been used during the war. And in the summer of 1947, a bunch of unidentified flying objects were spotted near Mount Rainier in Washington State. A veteran pilot said he saw them in a line. He estimated their speed at 1,200 miles an hour. And soon after that, similar sightings were reported over Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Maine, as well as Kansas City and Arizona. What was going on here? We'll probably never know, but we do know this. At the time of those sightings, the most popular song in the United States was Peg of My Heart, performed by the Harmonicats. Was this cause and effect? Well, some people might believe it, and I can't prove that they're wrong. Thank you. 
the Harmonicats and Peg of My Heart from the summer of 1947. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron. Today we're looking at some memorable events of the 1940s and the most popular recordings at the time of those events. In the summer of 1948, Harry Truman was running for president. It seemed that he was the only person who believed he could win against Thomas Dewey of New York. Even Truman's wife expected him to lose. But Truman crisscrossed the country tirelessly and never stopped lambasting the Republicans, and to everybody's surprise, he won. Maybe, and I don't know this for sure, he was bolstered by Dinah Shore and her big hit record of that week, Buttons and Bows. Buttons and bows, rings and things, and buttons and bows. Don't bury me in this prairie, take me where the cement grows. Let's move down to some big town where they love a gal by the cut of her bows, and I'll stand out in buttons and bows. I'll love you in buckskin and skirts that I've homespun, but I'll love you longer, strong. Your friends don't tote a gun My bones denounce The buckboard bounce And the cactus hurts my toes Let's bamboos where gals Keep using those silks and satins And linens that shows And I'm all yours in buttons and Oh! 
swell little bird told me we'd be happy and I believe that it's true she believes that it's true and now I know that it's true come to That was Evelyn Knight with a number one hit record, A Little Bird Told Me, that was popular in January of 1949, when the very first Volkswagen Beetle was imported into the United States. It was a 1948 model and quite a curiosity, but over the next 30 years millions of Beetles were sold, paving the way for small, cute, gas-efficient cars. Here are a couple of aviation-related events. In October 1947, a World War II fighter pilot named Chuck Yeager flew an experimental aircraft and broke the sound barrier for the first time. A year and a half later, on March 2, 1949, a Boeing B-50A Super Fortress with a double crew of 14 and four giant propeller engines completed the first ever non-stop flight around the world by touching down in Fort Worth, Texas, where it had taken off four days earlier. The plane had to take on fuel four times during the flight, and it landed within two minutes of the time that was calculated at takeoff. On that date, the most popular song in the United States evoked travel of a little more relaxing and more leisurely type, Cruising Down the River by Blue Baron. Thank you. 
Blue Baron and Cruising Down the River, the most popular song in March 1949. And that concludes our guided tour of history and music for today, reminding us of some important events and some popular music those many years ago. I'm Sam Waldron, and from Benny Goodman, the Mills Brothers, Frank Sinatra, Dinah Shore, and all the rest of us here at 45 RPM, here's wishing you a good day, a good week, and so long for now.